This is episode 19 called How Social Media Demotivates You. In the 1950s, researchers found that rats would press a pedal a few thousand times an hour to receive an electrical signal to their brain. And they would do this every day for 15 days, maintaining this rate continuously for several months. Later studies would show a similar effect for humans. In a 1986 case, one woman spent entire days self-stimulating her brain while ignoring her family and personal hygiene, eventually developing an open sore on her finger from adjusting the electrical current. This woman's compulsive behavior from almost 40 years ago feels eerily similar to how people today can spend hours mindlessly scrolling on TikTok, Reels, or YouTube Shorts. While we might be missing the electrodes directly wired to our heads, social media is engineered to stimulate our brains in the same addictive manner. Our fingers are just one swipe away from the next interesting thing. This feeling of anticipation and wanting more is unsurprisingly linked to the dopamine system. But what is surprising is how constantly scrolling on Twitter might contribute to a core symptom of depression. One of the most significant findings in neuroscience was that pain and pleasure are co-located in the same brain area. And we can think of it like a balance where feeling pleasure tips it one way while feeling pain tips it the other. Dr. Anna Lemke, a Stanford professor of psychiatry, explains in her book Dopamine Nation that the main rule of this pleasure-pain system is that it always wants to stay balanced. If you tilt it too much onto the pleasure side, the system will push down on the opposite side of pain just to return it back to level. This principle of biochemical balance is called homeostasis, which is what keeps us alive and running. But what happens if we chronically expose ourselves to the cheap dopamine of social media? The repeated exposure will heavily lean the balance towards the pleasure side, which also means that there is an opposing force on the pain side trying very hard to bring it back to level. The longer we prolong the pleasure, the longer this opposing force stays, and only when we stop using will we feel the inevitable crash. The extreme outcome of this might be anhedonia, the inability to feel pleasure and or a lack of motivation to pursue previously pleasurable activities. This core symptom of depression has been reported in almost 75% of depressed patients. This desensitization of the dopamine system can result from not just social media overuse, but from other addictive activities that can give us fast, cheap dopamine, such as video games, pornography, and of course, the usual drugs. In fact, this lack of motivation or inability to feel pleasure is a common withdrawal symptom in alcoholics and addicted patients. It has been suggested that anhedonia should not be separated, but considered as part of the withdrawal symptoms of addictive substance abuse. This means the lack of motivation and pleasure you feel after scrolling too much social media is similar to how drug addicts feel when they suddenly stop. So how can we get out of this vicious cycle and reset the dopamine system? Dr. Anna Lemke suggests 30 days of zero interaction with your drug of choice, where the first two weeks will feel worse before you start feeling better. 
Although this might not be as effective for more severe cases, she had highlighted on the Huberman Lab podcast how many of her own clinical patients with serious addictions to heroin and cocaine were able to push through it and who actually saw huge improvements after those 30 days. For the milder cases related to social media or video games, her patients were surprised by how much better they felt afterwards. She explains to them that their dopamine system has regained back the sensitivity to the smaller pleasures in their lives. But what if the low demotivated state doesn't improve after this 30-day fasting of cheap dopamine? Since it is a common underlying factor of depression, inflammation has also been linked with anhedonia and the dopamine system. And so the typical health interventions to reduce inflammation, such as regular exercise, adequate sleep, and a healthy diet, might yield better results. After elimination of the addictive technological causes of anhedonia, it would be worth to consider the other potential biopsychosocial factors of depression, as discussed in the previous post, and work from there. The life advice for me? The pleasure-pain balance in the brain always wants to stay level, and overuse of social media can tip it too much on the pleasure side. This might lead to anhedonia and depression, but quitting for 30 days can help reset the dopamine system back to normal.